Dana Crypto Show, Bitcoin and Common Sense. Why would you save money when they're printing money? Because you didn't, I don't know. Because, because that's you, what you've been told to do. Of course. So question that. You see, if you cannot think, I cannot help you. I questioned all that. Why would I save money when they print money? I know a lot of you come here, you watch TV, you wait every night for somebody to come on here and give you an answer for your lives, waiting for someone that'll come and say, hey, this is it. I don't have to settle for defeat anymore. I can rise up out of my routine. I can get a hold of myself. I don't have to lose. I can win. There's something inside me that's not going to let me go down anymore. But I'm not the guy. <laughs> no, I don't have any answers for you. the truth. You're a Gucci boo-boo. How dare you? Good afternoon, America. Welcome to the Dana Crypto Show. We're the show all about Bitcoin, blockchain technology. My name is Dana. Yeah, Mr. Crypto. Man, where do I even go this week? There's so many places we could go. Does the world, I, I always think that the last week, the world was going to be as screwed up as it's ever going to get, and we're going to start to upswing, get better. <laughs> Seems like it just gets worse every week. Unbelievable, man. You're listening to the Dana Crypto Show. It's the first FM radio show in America on Bitcoin and blockchain technology, bringing this cutting world, new world order to the front page of everything. Wow. Fed just raised the interest rate again. Now we're up at the highest mortgage rates, if that's what you're into. I say just figure it out and buy it. Figure it out and buy it, man. Get out of that system of things. Get, tear up your credit cards if you have to. I'll tell you, because the issue that we have here in America, the issue that's a source, the issue that's a sore spot for a lot of people is the American power. It's so ambiguous that it's been assumed for generations to be unshakable. The almighty dollar. We're going to talk about the almighty dollar and its role as a global reserve currency. It's kind of crazy the way things are set up. You can just print money. It's not just the United States. What do you think? It's mostly the United States. Imagine being able to run up a massive debt every year. If you need something, just buy it. Print will IOU. <laughs> I don't know who they're owing either. It's 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 bizarre world. You could spend more on your military and government programs, enjoy cheaper interest rates on debt, and still never worry about your currency collapsing because it's used everywhere. Isn't that the idea behind Bitcoin is to use it everywhere and get the government out of it? Now imagine also to be able to punish your enemies by cutting off access to your currency, making it illegal to transfer any money. The U.S. need not imagine its exorbitant privilege to borrow a term from a former French leader. It's been the reality since the Second World War, he says, when the U.S. dollar became the dominant international currency. And if you know your history, you'll know where we're coming from. Dana Crypto Show, first FM radio show on common sense. Around the world, it's popular with people, companies, and governments. But it's, see, it's, it's backed by nothing. If I reach in my pocket and I give you a $20 bill, that's the only reason you're going to accept it because you know 
in your heart, and you know in reality you're going to give that to someone else for something else of value, and then they're going to take it and exchange it. But in of itself, as it sits there, without that <laughs> envelope, it's not worth anything. It's a Ponzi scheme, okay? It's, it's popular around the world. It's a pretty great deal, says David Laidler. He's a professor emeritus at Western University and the University of Chicago. He's a trained monetary economist. Not like me. I just know common sense, man. I just know I can read. I know how to read. <laughs> I, I can see the writing on the wall here. I apologize for nothing. Now, <laughs> we're going to talk about this because we can just have this thing and, and there's no limit to what the government can do. It's a billion here, a billion there. Here a billion, there a billion, everywhere a billion billion. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around. That's what it's all about. But I implore to you, it ought not be that way. I implore to you, it ought not be that way. We should take in and spend what we take in. Take in what I don't even know what it is. Is it a couple of trillion dollars? Whatever it is. Whatever the tax base is. That's what you have to work with. Figure it out. Just figure it out, okay? You just figure it out. Be prepared. Are you ready to get gone? Be prepared. Are you ready to take the lead? Insane. And we, 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 it's invisible. Money's just printed. It's printed out of thin air. You can read it on any central bank website. You want a loan? Look at you. Your credit. It's all internal. It's got nothing to do with the money itself. This is all internal. They're going to look at you. They'll look at your credit. They're going to see, well, am I going to get paid back by this dude or do that? Do that? <laughs> Somebody goes in the back room and they type on a computer and they do some sort of an entry and then your money was created out of thin air. They've debited your account. Now you owe them. That's on their balance sheet. This is something that they can take and now it's an asset for them because you owe money to them. And it's just bizarre. It's really, really, really bizarre how the whole system works. So then in comes a thing called Bitcoin, which kind of does the same thing in a way, except for the difference is you can't create new Bitcoin. It's already been created. 21 million. That's all there ever, ever is. If you're new to the show, Dana Crypto Show, first FM radio show in America on cryptocurrency. You can take that Bitcoin, you can cut it up into 100 million pieces. That's why it's called a Bitcoin. If you had to buy a whole one, it would be called whole coin. You, you don't hear this on the news. They don't tell you and educate you. There's only a finite amount. With the U.S. dollar, not a finite amount. Gold, finite amount. They think you can still harvest it and mine it. I want to know where to go. I want the gold. Give me the gold. I want the gold. Bring it up. As with some cryptocurrencies, they're still mining Bitcoin. The people who are doing the accounting with their machines behind the scenes. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? So unlike the US dollar, you can, there's only so many of them, 21 million, that's it. 21 million, then divide that, you can cut that up into 100 million pieces, but and then that's it. So this is how the value is going to go up. And, and, and why is the US dollar popular? Because people use it. Why is Bitcoin popular? Because people use it. Regular money is invisible. They can just print more of it. And then they can forgive that. <laughs> and you, you, we have these notes, and then we're going to just forgive it. Well, wh what does that even mean? D didn't you have something of value? And, and why would you do that? And then they write it off on the back end, and then put it on, and we'll just tail it to the back, 
And then the tax base is never going to cover this. You're never, ever, ever, unless you stop and dramatically cut back this spending, you're never, ever going to get ahead. The government don't like Bitcoin. Biden now passing all kinds of regulations and stipulations, and they're going to come after it, and they're going to come after it in a big way. And all these big companies are starting to gear towards it, man, and they're going up. But what's happening? I don't know, man. It's just insane. So the U.S. dollar, when the people of the world wake up and realize that it's a scam, for the most part, it's no different than their dollar, per se. You, you, save your emails and phone calls. Trust me. I don't want to talk about it. Okay, I, don't want, I, I understand your argument. But I'm just saying everything is belief. Everything is belief. We had this thing. We blew up world. We had World War II. Yeah, when we, you blow up a country like we did in Japan. How dare you? When, you? when you drop a nuke on them, and you say, and then you, you liberate Europe, and the whole world, basically, you're the savior of the world, the United States. Well, then, when we speak, you listen. And uh, that's what happened. And everybody, then they just came to down. They came down, and they, they bowed down to their great country, the United States of America. All right, enough about that. Well, so let's buy boat ticket and go back home. And now for something completely different. What would you do if the bank put in like a lot of money into your account, like a lot, and it wasn't yours? Is that the level of honesty? You see, we all have a, a, a sliding scale as to what is honest and what is not honest. It's a sliding scale. Depends on who you ask, right? I mean, geez, it's, uh, there's so many different parables that could go this way. Well, Recently, uh, the Matt Damon-endorsed crypto platform is suing an Australian woman after they accidentally... <laughs> how do you accidentally put $7.1 million in her account instead of 68 bucks? Are you kidding me? Crypto.com accidentally sent $10.5 million Australian dollars. That's about $7.1 million at today's exchange rate to a woman in Australia instead of the 100 Australian dollar refund she requested. The woman allegedly, allegedly spent and transferred the money, and now crypto.com is suing for its return. Wow. And it took them seven months to realize it accidentally sent about $7.1 million to a woman in Australia. Wow. Crazy. So, how does that even work? Now the cryptocurrency. Uh, trading platform is going after Melbourne-based client and her sister to retrieve it, along with 10% interest in legal fees. Well, shouldn't they just, like, suck it up and just say, look, you, you, we made a mistake. It wasn't our fault, I guess. It took them seven months to figure it out. One eternity later. I would say poo-poo, shoe on you, but maybe, maybe I don't know. You, you never know. You can never know what you're going to do until you're faced with that situation. Court documents show that in May 2021, an employee of the Singapore-based trading platform mistakenly entered an account number into the payment amount field. <laughs> well, it's a seven-digit number, right? Eight-digit number? Holy moly. How could you make that mistake? You sleep at the wheel? Maybe this automation thing needs to go on. See, if that was on the blockchain, it didn't involve people, it would have been verified several different times it was never in a million years and this is a cryptocurrency crypto.com one of the mainstream ones while cryptocurrency transactions are not reversible centralized platforms can theoretically reverse payments in cases of fraud or ever but in this instance the company didn't discover the error until seven months later after some of the money had allegedly been moved or spent 
<laughs> the company convinced authorities to freeze this person's bank account in February, which she had already transferred the money to other defendants in the case, according to the filing. The judge has ruled in Crypto.com's favor, and the case returns to court in October, where a judge will determine the next steps in the case. Now, things in the crypto world aren't going good for this Crypto.com. Uh, you know, there's a, a couple of different things we can take out of this. First of all, there's the dot-com boom and the dot-com bust. It's going to be the crypto boom and the crypto bust. And we're still in the boom. Even though it seems like a bust, it's in the boom. Trust me on this. A lot of it's going away. Most of the good stuff is staying. Just like when the internet happened. And everything was dot-com. It was dot-com your face. Dot-com monkey. And dot-com grass. And dot-com tree. And then all that went away. We were left with Amazon. We were left with Facebook and all these other places. Meanwhile, crypto.com, they've got some uh, hefty payments of their own. They signed a $700 million multi-naming rights deal to the Staples Center in Los Angeles, which is the home to the Lakers and WNBA Sparks. It's Crypto.com Stadium, man. And that was like in Gillette Stadium in Boston. It used to be called CMGI Field. It was a dot-com company, dot-com boom, dot-com Boston. They went out and then the Gillette came in and took it over. It's a lot of money. If you're spending 700 million bucks, you should be able to suck up 7 million on a mistake, right? You would think. You would think. I have uh, some experience with this myself. And uh, I remember a few years back. The story you are about to see is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. But I was dealing with a bank and had an account with a bank, and I noticed that there was an extra $52,000 in my account one day. $52,000. I didn't remember putting it in there. I was sure it wasn't mine. I knew ultimately it was going to have to go back, but I just was going to wait and see. I mean, I, I probably, in, in just knowing me as I know me, I would never take anything that isn't mine. And so this wasn't mine, but it wasn't me who put it there. So there was just a lot of things. So what did I do? I called a lawyer that I... I have a friend of mine, he's a lawyer, and uh, Jimmy. I called Jimmy. Give me the Jimmy leg. And Jimmy, uh, this is what happened. What would I do? He says, well, this is my advice. He goes, I wouldn't say anything at this point, but I wouldn't touch it either. And so being a, a good follower of the law, I followed Jim's advice. I didn't say anything, but I didn't touch it either. And it took them a couple of weeks. And then after a few weeks, I got a call from the bank. We're going to take this money out of your account. We put it in. It was a human error. We put in the wrong account number, so on and so forth. Now, do what you may with that. It's always a question of honesty. Who's honest? Here's a great example. Before we go and take a quick break, and I'll come back with a few things. This is an abbreviated show this week. I had a really busy week with some stuff that's really exciting that I might share in the second segment. Oh, come on! A guy goes up to a woman and he says, you are so beautiful. Oh, my God. You are everything I wanted in life. I will give you $10 million for one night, just one night with you, $10 million. She's a little flustered. She doesn't know what to say, but she doesn't say yes, and she doesn't say no. And then what happens? He says, actually, you are the most beautiful woman in the world, and I'd love to spend a night with you, but I'm only going to give you $1. And she replies, what kind of person do you think I am? He says, I know what kind of person you are. I'm just trying to get a better price. 
listening to the Dana Crypto Show, Bitcoin and Common Sense. They'll be right back. Oh, God. Oh. Howdy, y'all. You know, I used to be so poor, I couldn't afford to pay attention. Then I found Dana Crypto's radio show. Gosh darned if his show didn't dill my pickle. Now I got a wallet full of Bitcoin, and I'm grinning like a possum eating a sweet potato. Tune in. Y'all soon be rich enough to burn a wet mule. stick their feet sick and tired of the inflationary trend bitcoin is the way to save and spend bitcoin is how i'd rather pay i'd scan your qr code any day here come the regulators right on cue fellas we hear you stop telling us what to do get yours pay stores so rare software bitcoin this is john mcafee and you're listening to the dana crypto show that's right crypto news we give you the beat on the street we give you the stuff that's hot we're not gonna waste your time with stuff that isn't hot man we give you the hot stuff hot this has been a really weird week it's been really strange just got a lot of different I don't know. It's the summer solstice. You're listening to the Dana Crypto Show, first FM radio show now podcast, Boston Podcast Network. You know where to find me, man. You know where that is. Anyway, it's uh, it's just been strange. I don't know if it's the, the the changing of the seasons. You see, I don't. I celebrate the solstice, I guess. We have the changing of the seasons because it's actually something that's not made up. Is the, the sun's real, and so uh, and the changes of the seasons are real and. You know, Earth rotates around the sun and all that good stuff. But it's just been really, really strange. I don't know what it is. I just can't put my finger on it. But there's like this cloud hanging over my head or whatever. Um, but here's something. Bill Murray. You know Bill Murray. One of the originals. You know, when Saturday Night Live was funny back in the day when I was a kid, Bill Murray, the originator, has raised nearly $200,000 worth of crypto for a charity. And a hacker stole it all almost immediately. Wow, even Bill Murray. He's the latest celebrity to be targeted by crypto thieves. The criminals made off with 119.2 Ethereum. It's about $185,000 that the actor had raised during his NFT charity auction. Even, even Bill Murray in on the NFTs. The unknown actors also attempted to steal non-fungible tokens from Murray's personal collection which includes two CryptoPunks nfts you know anything about CryptoPunks? they're the most sought after nft it can range in price anywhere from seventy-seven thousand six hundred dollars to 1.2 million in ethereum wow the groundhog day stars virtual wallet security team you got a most people responsible for their own he can go murray got a security team it's an nft consultancy firm project veckman was able to protect his NFTs, man. You protected the NFTs. However, they were unable to protect the funds raised for charity. It would be difficult to retrieve them since cryptocurrency transactions are typically irreversible. 
Murray's team says that he filed a police report in our working with crypto analytics company chain analyst to identify the thief. You can find them. It's just it just takes forever, man. You got to have like mad resources and mad money. You have to have Bill Murray money in order to try to save this. Although Murray's charity funds appear to be gone, another Coinbase user has donated about $187,500 worth of Ether to Chive Charities, the nonprofit Murray was raising funds for to replace the money that was stolen. See, that's a story right there. Why don't you give me the name of that guy? That's the guy I want to interview. Guy had stepped up, gave back the money. That's crazy. Anyway, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the world with these NFTs and um, you know the Board Ape Yacht Club NFT. Since the Board Ape Yacht Club collection launched in June of 2021, a total of 143 Board Ape NFTs worth nearly <laughs> 13.6 million have been reported as stolen of August as of August 2022, according to a Web3 security company. This guy, Seth Green, he paid nearly $300,000 to recover one of his stolen NFTs. Paid $300,000 to get it back, Jack. Well, this is crazy. See, people will scam, and you got to just protect your stuff. And again, we talked about the scammers last week. I have to talk about it every week. It's just people will, will do whatever they need to do to get ahead. It's, it's insane. There's, there's no honesty anymore. There's none of that stuff. There's no, oh, I made a mistake or an honest mistake, which can happen. Uh, there's people deliberately going in and trying to steal your money, shamming you. Told you last week about you know people sending me stuff on Facebook Messenger for stuff I'm selling, and it's it's obviously a scam. It's just crazy, the whole world we live in. Again, I've had a crazy, crazy week for a lot of different reasons, uh, mostly good, <laughs> mostly other than my uh, radio show here, the Dana Crypto Show, I also dabble in animation. And uh, starting this week, today actually, this very day, if you're listening, this very day, uh, I'm doing a or my movie, my film, I Knew Superman. It's making its debut at the Lumiere Cinema in Beverly Hills. It's going to do a seven-day run. And I'm inching in. I mean, the cutoff to qualify with a seven-day run for the Academy Awards is the 30th. My movie's going to end and complete the qualifications on the 29th. You couldn't get it any closer, Mr. Crypto. So that has kind of consumed me this week going back and forth. And when you present things at a movie house, you can't just say, hey, here's my movie printed. I mean, run it. However you got to do it. They have to create something called a digital cinema package. DCP, Digital Cinema Package, and that uh, breaks the sound down, and it's in six different files, and it comes on a hard drive, and it takes a few days to make this thing, and it's a ginormous file, and it's the industry standard. And uh, we just got this thing made a couple of days ago, just in time to start off. I mean, within an, a couple of hours of not being able to even participate this year. So th that's been uh, draining, but I'm a, a little relieved that we're actually going to be able to move forward with this because the message is great. It's a story about Otto Warmbrier. And uh, he, if you don't know, he was an American uh, college student. He went to North Korea, was accused of stealing a um, propaganda poster off the wall of his hotel. He didn't take it, actually. He was accused of it. I think he took it down. He, I don't think he ever left with it. And uh, trialed, convicted, 15 years hard labor in North Korea, labor camp. Can you even imagine? Uh, he's returned to the United States a year later in a coma and then six days after that they pulled the plug on poor Otto. and uh, this is a story we should never forget and i try to highlight that in this movie 
And hopefully it'll gain some tractions because there's certain things in life we should just never, ever, ever forget. And that's going to do it for me this week. My name is Dana. Yeah, Mr. Crypto. Just always remember, I'll be back next week with a new show, new topics, new everything. Because here at the Dana Crypto Show, we believe in a few basic principles. We believe in a level playing field. We believe that everyone should have equal access and opportunity to all things that make us healthier and wealthier as a nation. We believe that talent is distributed equally, but opportunity, well, it's not. The way we do business is changing. The revolution is here. And hopefully by becoming a fan of the Dana Crypto Show, you too can get in the game. My name is Dana. You can't handle the truth. Check me out on social media, at Real Dana Crypto. I'm on Twitter and Facebook and all those places. And always remember, mutants, freaks, and cryptophiles. I am your king.